Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, Awesomes. Welcome back to Sorta Awesome. I'm your host, Meg Teets, joined as I often am on a Monday by my all-the-time husband and sometimes co-host, Kyle. Typhoid Mary, the male (laughs) version. Typhoid Mario. Yeah, we are... You're just going to let that one go right by. Yes, because I know where you're going with this. Typhoid Mario. Good. That was. It was good. That was quality on work. Yes. I'm gonna edit you out. Mm-hmm. I'll edit in the laugh track. <laughs> good plan. Good plan. Um, we are not well. Nope. And we haven't been for most of the month of December. Did I? Was that a sufficiently non-awesome sounding nope? And it sounded sick too. So yeah. it's quite convincing. There's been a lot of coughing in our house. Yes. We both have the cough that never dies. Going on three weeks now? Yes. Good times. At least three weeks. Yeah. Um, We're also sitting in the midst of post-Christmas chaos. Which involves um, swelling, water retention. (laughs) So you're experiencing some body chaos is what you're saying. Yeah, I feel like people have described uh, menopause to feel. Is that right? I think you should probably just leave it at that. <laughs> Why? I'm not saying I know how it feels. You I'm saying not. this is how somebody else described it. Okay. Um, Mary did. I can't. Do not. You can't make me laugh while we are on mic. Well, so far I haven't. The I almost did. I had to stop myself because if I laugh, I will never stop coughing. Okay, this will be a real fun episode. <laughs> nope. But what they could do is imagine the smell of Vicks VapoRub. Mm. Can you smell it on me right now? You know, I can. <laughs> That's why I took so my pants close. off. Okay. I had to put some, I, I did the old um, the old wives' tale of putting the VapoRub on the, the feet of your kid and they put the socks on. How's putting VapoRub on your kid's feet help you? Listen. I did. You're, you let me finish what I'm saying, but do you know this old wives' tale? I believe you're actually the person that told me about it yeah. many years ago. Yeah. So I did but do that. But you are supposed to put it on your own feet. What about your kid if they're coughing? Well, I'm just saying, if it's whoever's coughing, it's their feet. <laughs> yes, apply it to the patient. Yeah. The coughing one. Well, as I am also coughing, but I cannot stand, I cannot stand the sensation of having vapor rub on my feet. I did have some extra on my fingers from applying it to the soles of Nico's feet. Is that why you keep smelling your fingers? <laughs> kind of. Like nasty. So <laughs> don't don't do it. So I put it on my own uh neck. Gullet. Yes. And I don't know that it's helping at all. I only said that because you were chicken necking and touching your neck as you said it. I uh, yes I was. I is it chicken necking or turkey necking? Um, I think both are capable. Or turducken. Well, duck necking. I don't know if that's how you get pregnant. <laughs> I don't know if it's because I have faith in it as a remedy, mm-hmm. but honestly, especially with kids, it does kind of work. Yeah. Oh, it works on adults. Okay. I've I've done that to myself. Interesting. Yeah. But not recently. No. Well, we do have VapoRub, but it is yeah. in the boys' room. So. I've got a secret stash of it in my office. <laughs> do you really? I have no idea why. I opened up the bottom drawer of my filing cabinet the other day, and there's a, 
like it's still in the box even the jar is in a box is sealed in there i'm like what is happening in here yeah Maybe I'm a prepper. I don't know. You're yes. You're a respiratory virus prepper. Uh, because I hear if you put vapor rub on a zombie's feet, mm. it makes them cough, which gives you freedom to escape. Yeah, it gives you just like a few extra minutes. Yes. Um, we are sitting here in the midst of, uh, of post Christmas chaos in our house, which involves a lot of trash bags, a lot of Legos, a lot of Legos, a lot of trash bags crammed with. Packaging and paper and instructions. And Legos. Because <laughs> every time I step on one, I throw it Just away. throw it straight in the trash. Um, a lot of cookies sitting around, a lot of chocolates, a lot of sweets. There's pies on the counter. None of them good. None of them homemade. No, I don't even want anything anymore. Mm-mm. I'm just done. I am polishing off the very last of the good scotch yeah. that we bought for our Christmas week. It is, in fact, the Glenfarclas. Yes, you said it correctly. We had to look it up just yep. to be sure. The Glenfarclas uh, Single Malt Scotch, you bought the 12-year. The 12-year, that's the, the cheapo. Okay, well, it was quite delicious, and it's, I'm drinking the rest of it as we speak. It's not the cheapest of whiskeys, scotches, but it is the low end of their offering. Okay, well, I appreciated it. It's delicious and delightful, and I'm kind of sad that particular bottle's gone. Is that like, uh, did I just describe... Champagne dreams and on a Coors Light budget or something like that. <laughs> yes. How's that saying go? Yeah, I think something that is like how that. it goes. Yes. Okay, so we did it. We made it through Christmas. If if you don't mind my saying, I might. I'm not sure what you're going to say. I think this was one of our most well executed, most happy results. Everyone had a good time. Christmas as ever. That's true. If Christmas had a butt, we kicked it. <laughs> yes, we did. We did. I Joyously. feel good about that. Joyously. Yes. It was good. Um, I'm going to take a lot of credit for that. Okay. I am. This is the first year in my memory that I didn't just start things off right out of the gate as a caustic a-hole. Mm. And I mm-hmm. think that really helped things go better. That's true. That's true. Yeah. I'm going to take full credit on all of the prep and uh, delivery of both food and gifts. Yes. And the purchasing of most of the gifts. Yeah. 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 All of the things. But we did it. And wrapping. Yeah. Yeah. You like to wrap. I do like to wrap. It takes me back to my high school and college days. Back when you were on the block with Jenny. (laughs) Yes. Me and Jenny on the block. Um, I worked jobs in high school and college where oftentimes one of my primary responsibilities was to do gift box wrapping, and well, it was a lot of fun. And the dancing thing where you popped out of cakes. <laughs> oh, my God. It was a little bit gift-like. Yeah. I, mean, I thought it was a gift. <laughs> what do I know? Um, so, yeah, that's kind of where we are. Um, yeah. We're just barreling right into the new year. We've both been coughing so much that we haven't slept in the same bed yeah because each of us is pretty convinced we'll wake the other right so yeah. that's exciting too it feels yeah. like we're dating or something Ooh, yes. i don't know <laughs> maybe that's why i took my pants off i don't okay. know okay um let's talk about some things that we've been enjoying okay in the realm of watching and reading and listening and also some lifestyle okay you wait Oh. What order? Are we going to go in that official yes, order? Okay. It, it's my comfort zone, and I like to stay there, especially when I don't feel good. Yeah, routine. Feels, yeah, feels good to be in the comfort of routine. Chicken soup on the brain. You. That hurts, by the way. Don't ever do that. Oof, it feels terrible. The salts like in the brain cells. Bad. Yeah. Um, you took up, uh, as you often do, a recommendation from Awesome Shell. Well, before that, I even watched something. Oh, okay. Please do tell. I watched The Witcher. Oh, have we not recorded since then? I know we, we missed a week. Yeah, okay. we haven't. Okay. I, or if we did, I just mentioned... No, we hadn't, because I think the last time we talked about it, it was coming out that Friday. Okay. Well, you did it. Yeah. You, you did the whole thing, it, kind season of. two. I got halfway into episode one. They used the F word, so I canceled Netflix and <laughs> burned our television in the street. <laughs> but I count that as a watch. Wait. It is so funny to me. I'm sorry to interrupt. I have to tell you have this. to tell the story. I have it's to tell story. this anecdote from today. This is so funny to me. As anyone who knows us in real life knows, 
Kyle and I have quite the potty mouths. How dare you? It's uh, I, no dare is needed. It is the absolute truth. Um, our daughters, teenagers as they are, filthy have some sailors, pretty pretty filthy mouths. When they think we're not listening, they hold it together in public. Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. Um, our twins are completely puritanical about language. Yeah. They hear bad language, not just around the house, but also in the media they consume. But we have really, like, brainwashed them into believing that they may not use grown-up language until they're 13. And they have, like, held on to this truth with mm-hmm. their whole lives. So they know what the bad words are. They don't allow themselves to say them under any circumstances. Okay. So this afternoon, John Kyle, one of our twins, wanted to watch The Goonies. My youngest sister, while she was in town, had asked him, because she was talking about, well, we were talking about how he loves movies from the 80s and 90s. She said, well, have you seen The Goonies? And he was like, what is this? I've never even heard of it. Yes. So today we found The Goonies. Put your fork down and tell me now, what is this Goonies <laughs> of which you speak? <laughs> tell me more. Yes. Tell me everything. So I found it streaming for him. He watched the whole thing. I was kind of in and out of the room. He'd ask me some questions as I walked in and out of the room. That movie came out in 1985, by the way. Um, So he watched the whole thing. I came downstairs. I I saw that he'd moved on to something else. I said, oh my gosh, did you finish the movie? And he was like, yeah. I said, well, what did you think? And he was like, well... It wasn't very scary, and it had a lot of bad language. And then he said, I heard beep and beep and also beep. And he was literally making the beeping sound right, right. as he self-reported on the bad language of that he experienced in the Goonies. Yes. He was not big on the Goonies. He, he was kind of... I think he was off-put by the foul language. <laughs> I think you're right. It's like, I get this from my parents. I don't need... Entertainment. I don't need Steven Spielberg. Right? From the 80s. Come on, Steven. You're better than that. Exactly. Okay. So back to The Witcher, which, as I understand it from you, had quite a bit of bad language in it. I, you know, I haven't watched season whatever. One, was this season three or two that this came out? I haven't watched one in quite a while. And I am confident there was language in it, but I didn't remember it being quite as aggressive. They were they were a little bit cavalier with it. Hmm. Do you think they were, like, trying to elevate to the status of, like, Game of Thrones, which... I don't know. I think famously had a lot of bad language. It's possible. Maybe they're... Yeah, maybe it's like, well, look, it worked for them. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you did it. You watched it. You're fine with it. It it wasn't maybe, like, a highlight of the year, but you did it. It was was good. It was was an interesting storyline, for sure. Okay. So... Um, as a follow-up to that, because there is a lot, a lot, a lot of mixed reviews in the reception from fans of The Witcher for Season 2. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, whereas Season 1 pretty closely tracked with the books, Season 2, it seems, kind of went off book, as they say, in the industry. Yeah, yeah. And so a lot of fans were disappointed with it. Shell had mentioned, hey, if you are if you have watched The Witcher, you want something else to watch, or if you didn't like The Witcher... Check out on Amazon, on Prime Video, was it called The Wheel of Time? I think so. Or Wheel of Time, or... Okay. Pat Sajak, I don't know. Pat and Vanna and The Wheel of Time. Yes, yes. Okay, and you did do that. Yeah, it was good. It was good. Now, and I think I posted this in the Awesome Today group. For me, and I sometimes have the attention span of a gnat, for me, it was a little slow. At the start, and I, I literally, I hovered over the remote. That's how I threaten the television. I, I hover my hand over it. Like, I make good girl noises at it. Um, I do that. So I was hovering, and then all of a sudden there was, a, there was an action scene, and everything really picked up from there. There was one other place a few episodes in where I was starting to look at my imaginary wristwatch. Because I don't wear a watch to bed. I find that a little odd. Um, Some people do wear watches. And that's fine. I just don't need to time anything. (laughs) Some people. It's embarrassing. (laughs) Okay. I think some people like to wear their Apple watches to bed. I can see that. Because, hey, if you're going to let an industry spy on you, why draw the line at bedtime? Right? Just bring them right in under the covers. Get comfy cozy with Apple. Hey, Apple, you ever seen one of these? (laughs) It's a planter wart. Where'd your mind go? Oh, my gosh. Stop. I can't. 
I feel as though I, my mindset right now, this, the mental space I'm in is like after I've had a C-section and I cannot laugh because it hurts so bad. Oh, yes. I'm in that same space. You cannot make me laugh I because- I never made you laugh after a C-section. Yes, you absolutely. You just will just, I just be did. yourself. You had another no, baby. Damn it, man. You will just be being yourself and you're adding your color commentary to the- the mundaneness of daily life and you say something funny and then I laugh and then I want to die because it hurts so bad. Okay. Fair enough. I, I'm still not going to admit that that ever happened after a C-section, but I, I get what you're saying. Okay. If it's not a little heavy on the hyperbole. Okay. See, that's what I have to do to stop myself from coughing. You grunt? Yes. Basically. I'm such a joy to be around right now. <laughs> <laughs> stop it. Okay. Um, I haven't watched anything new at all. I've watched all. other things. Oh, my Lord. Well, let's hear it. Man, I've been power watching. I I've guess. Been coughing at the television and... <laughs> and threatening it with... Threatening. Your, <laughs> with your yeah. <laughs> hovering. Hovering. It's a threatening hover. Yes. Um, Bebop Cowboy. Oh, you did watch that. That's interesting. So that's that's a television show that started as an anime? It's a live action version of an anime. Okay. And I, I was just kind of loosely watching it. And our oldest burst into mm-hmm. the room mm-hmm. like she's n- she's never that aggressive. She burst in the room. I thought we had another home intruder. And she's, Dad, what are you watching? And I was like, oh, sweet Jesus. Did it turn on to Cinemax while I wasn't paying attention? Don't know what's happening. Um, but it was that show, and she... She's a huge fan of the anime. Now, there's there's a lot of language in this, so if you're if that's something you're sensitive about, you should cancel this whole episode for one. For one. Um, get an angry hovering hand that yes. you can bring over the remote. I wouldn't like I said if it's something you're sensitive to or sensitive uh, to on behalf of of your kiddos or whatever. Yeah. Don't get all excited and be like, oh, here's this anime, the show of the anime you love. You'll you'll blush. Okay. Okay. Uh, but it was entertaining. It was interesting. So you went into it not even knowing that it was an anime, let alone having any right, concept no, of the storyline or anything. Netflix forced me to yes. watch it. They were doing that thing. Yes. They were like, you will mm-hmm. watch Cowboy Bebop We next. need this for the numbers. Just watch for a few minutes. Or 48 seconds or however long they right. give it. Okay. And then I watched uh, on HBO Max, because we have it. Mm-hmm. I watched Matrix Resurrection. I think that's the one I fell asleep in the theater too. No, no. Oh, this is the uh, this is the new one. Oh, there's a new one. The new one that just hit theaters. Well, I, I think it's Resurrection. I feel embarrassed for my own self and my ignorance. I don't remember why I knew it was out or why to look for it, but yeah. I did. Okay. Um, if for no other reason, I guess a pretty good indicator that something was going to happen because all of the streaming channels were playing all of the other Matrix movies. Oh, okay. Everyone had them, and they're like, here, watch this. Yeah, got it. Like they do. Yes. Um, I will say about that, I loved the storyline itself. Okay. There was a lot in there that, that I thought was cool. Yeah. Um, I thought it was horrendously whatever, directed, produced, edited. I thought that was a big disappointment. So what you're saying is the production value was bad? I guess. Like to the point where it was distracting? Yeah. Oh, is Keanu in it? Yeah. Okay. He he wasn't a game. Okay. He and, and, uh, oh gosh, what's the lady's name that plays Trinity? Carrie Ann Moss. Yes. They were were both in it. Yeah. Um, I feel like... There was only one other character that was a repeat, and they were portraying her as many, many, many years older. Mm. And then everybody else was new guys. I think part of what turned me off uh, very early in, one of the new people that was supposed to be the the new tough girl person to whatever, um, she's not very athletic. Okay. Like, just... As a human being, mm-hmm. and all that comes across. Not it's, believable. It's, yeah, it's hard to look like you're really a butt kicker when right. you have no coordination. That's a fair point. And as opposed to Carrie Ann Moss in the first right. Matrix, like, had to be super athletic. Or maybe, right. I guess, body doubles do exist. So maybe it wasn't actually her. I don't know. No, she and she and Keanu both did. No, maybe body doubles for stunt stuff. But they yeah. both did a lot of the, most of the wire work and yeah. things like that. Yeah, 
is from what I understand. I don't know. But yeah, so I, I feel like there were probably a few other things that snuck in, but those are the majors that I've consumed. Okay. Well, there are a lot of new movies in theaters and on streaming. Of course, you just mentioned Matrix Resurrection. Um, there's the new Spider-Man. Yeah. I can't. It's not far from home. Leaving home? Returning home? I don't know. I want to go home. Yes. Stop picking on me. Green Menace, whatever somebody's bad guy's name. I don't know. Um, the Disney film Encanto. It's an animated film. It's been out in theaters for a couple of weeks. There's, you know, at the end of the year, as people are um, doing holiday gatherings and then needing to flee and yes, escape yes. and have something to do outside of the house and then. finishing their their use it or lose it vacation days yes exactly <laughs> yeah lots of lots of films being released um i myself have not watched anything new but the other night actually christmas eve night aj um good sport that she is stayed up late with me um helping me rap and by helping me i mean she did no rapping yeah <laughs> Now, accurate. she had helped earlier in the day. That's about like how our kids clean the bathroom. Yep, exactly. But she did keep me company. And we've, we went back and forth. We were trying to decide, do we watch a Christmas movie? She, It's sort of a, a little bit of a tradition that she stays up with me on Christmas Eve. And in the past, we've watched Elf and Christmas Vacation and A Christmas Story. And both of us were just kind of like not in the mood for a traditional Christmas movie. So we decided to rewatch some of the Harry Potter movies. Well... And so that was fun. Um, she knows the movies a lot better than I do. Both of us, obviously, have read all the books. I loved that we came... Uh, Harry Potter actually... Well, not even Harry. Ron Weasley gave me my inspiration for getting through the Olympics that was Christmas Eve into the night, on into Christmas morning, Christmas Day, in the movie... Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. That's the first one. Okay. Um, there's a very, 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 very internet famous line, memeable line, where Ron sells, shouts at Harry. Go screw yourself. <laughs> That's not it. That was the second movie. Sorry. <laughs> yes. uh, this is my bad English accent, everybody. No, don't Get ready. It. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Kyle's cringing. Harry, it's, <laughs> it's you that has to go on. I know it. Not me. Not Hermione. You. It's a very famous memeable line. And so whenever I would start feeling like my energy was flagging a little bit, I would just say that line back to myself and remind myself, it's me that has to go on. Okay. I, I embodied the heroic nature of Harry Potter to well, get through Christmas Eve and on through Christmas Day. That explains why you had the mascara lightning bolt. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it does. It explains that. And so much more. Okay, any other watching to talk about? Not that are coming to mind in this moment. Okay. I have two things that I am so thrilled to mention. So Katie Proctor and I just released this month our top reads for 2021. Mm -hmm. And then as... You know, as fate would have it, as the fates allow, um, two of my favorite reads for this year, actually, I just read in the past week, so they obviously didn't wow. make it onto that show, nor will they make it into my um, year-end mention of books on the episode that will come out this Friday, which is Kelly and Rebecca and I doing a kind of look back on 2021. Anyway, thankfully, and this is actually the main reason I wanted to record today for this episode just to talk about these books yes honestly <laughs> well we've really beat around the bush on this deal then <laughs> two books that came to me via the uh, recommendation from the currently reading podcast i have to i am not good at my job in this moment i have not looked this up for show notes so i will be looking up okay well you look up titles and i will say if there is someone in your life that still needs a Christmas present, and this would be a read. Yeah. Um, one of the late decision gifts that I got mm. was a subscription to Cigar Aficionado. Yes. I think we'd intended on doing the digital version. We got the the actual print Neanderthal print version mm -hmm. on stone tablets. Analog. Analog, yes. Um, it's excellent. It's a very beautiful magazine. It is so beautiful. A lot of information, a lot of interesting stories. It's a uh, six six editions a year yeah. magazine, and that's a pretty pretty cool gift. I intended to order the digital one. I think I accidentally got you the print one. 
I was so thrilled when it arrived because it's a whole magazine experience. Yes. The pages are glossy. There's a ton of content in there. I'm thrilled with it, and it wasn't even a gift for me. If you don't like it, you can roll it up and smoke it. <laughs> it's not advisable. The ink is, makes your throat burn. Uh-huh. Yes. Okay. The first book I want to talk about is a middle-grade novel called Pony, as you can see. That is a pony on the cover. It's middle-grade because our protagonist is um, – it, it describes a story that happened in his life when he was about 10 years old. Okay. And so that's what kind of slots it in to that middle grade genre. Now, this is written by R.J. Palacio, who many, 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 many people will know that she wrote the middle grade novel Wonder, which then later was turned into a film, adapted into a film. I've neither read Wonder nor seen the movie, and I know I'm in a minority in that. Um, but a lot of people were talking about Pony and how so many people were surprised by how much they like it because I'm going to tell you that on the cover, there's just the word pony and there's a horse, a pony as it were. It's like a profile mug shot. Yes. It's an angry horse. It looks a little angry. It's got a white face. There's not a lot to give you. A blue eye. (laughs) Wow. You have good eyesight. I couldn't even see that. Um, Oh my gosh. How to describe this book. It takes place in 1860 in Ohio. So it's a historical fiction, which I almost never read, mm-hmm. but it is such a fascinating kind of adventure story deals with a little bit of, there's a little bit of a magical realism component in that our protagonist um, can see ghosts and he's the only one who can see them and talk to them. Um, he has a ghost that's a companion to him that has been in his life since he as long as he can remember, and that ghost name is Mitten Wool. The action for the story kicks off when, um, and also, uh, what is our, I can't remember what our narrator's name is. Okay. Wool Mitten. <laughs> no. Um, our protagonist, his mother dies in childbirth. And so his whole entire life, it's just been him and his father out on this piece of land on the outskirts of town. His dad is a bootmaker by trade, but he also is developing these advances in photography, which again, we're talking about 1860. So we're talking about daguerreotypes and like what people were discovering in the 19th century about how photography works. And so he's got a fascinating backstory. So our, our action picks up with a band of um, armed men, a group of them, a gang, as it were, come out to their homestead and basically kind of like kidnap slash force um, the dad to leave and go help this notorious criminal. He yeah, doesn't want to do it. break into banks and they take pictures of the money, <laughs> but then leave it there. That would be quite quite the criminal activity for the 1860s, I suppose. Um, it actually has to do with counterfeiting money. So then... Oh, but wait. Could it also have been taking pictures of women's ankles? Yes, if you wanted that yeah. kind of photography, you can find it. Silas is his name, our, our narrator. Um, and so then he decides he's got to go after his pa. Well, the pony that the story is based on was part of this. Um, that's the horse that his dad rode off on. Well, the pony itself comes back. That's never a good sign. Silas takes it as a sign that he's got to go find his dad. Okay, so a whole bunch of adventure unfolds from there. Again, this is not normally a book that I would be into. I do not like historical fiction. I'm really not interested in... Um, livestock. <laughs> livestock, yes. Um, I don't know. This did not seem like a book for me. It was such a good book. I cried so much at the end with both sadness and hopefulness for humanity. There's an epilogue that I wasn't expecting that got me cry at all. I'm going to start crying just thinking about Stop it. Stop it. Got me emotional all over again. I would say if you are looking for a quick read, now I will I will give the um, warning that this was a really slow start for me, and I probably would not have finished it if there were not other people in the reading community for currently reading talking about how great of a book it is. But I stuck with it. I did it on audio, read it on audio. You wouldn't have finished it if there weren't humans in your house that wanted to talk to you? <laughs> also, that plays into it. So many people I'm sorry, here. Sorry, Kent, Kent, your, your phone's book. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Go ask your dad. Mm-hmm. So that's Pony by R.J. Palacio. Now, another one, totally different end of the spectrum, not middle grade fiction at all, but it is contemporary fiction, just came out this past year. I had not heard of it. It's called The Silent Woods. 
These? These. Okay. Silent Woods. Okay. Um, I've got to do a little bit I'm, of I'm out of material. Looking up. I can hover over the cancel button on this episode and grunt at it. Okay. Mm-hmm. I wish that this, I read this in the Scribd app, and I wish it told you what you've read. What it was about. Okay. Because I mean, you, know you didn't read it. I most certainly did read it. The Silent Woods is written by Kimmy Cunningham Grant. It is kind of, I feel like the cover kind of poses it as a contemporary thriller. I would not say it's actually a thriller at all. It is, again, about a father's love for his child, which was a strong theme in Pony. This is interesting. Yes. As we sit in the midst of a culture who for quite a few years has wanted to mm-hmm. villainize the father and everything. Yes, yes. So, refreshing. I think that you would actually really like these Silent Woods. Our protagonist in that story is a man who is a um, a veteran of the military. He fought a in... photographer. Nope that 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 did it does not have that in common with Pony. Okay, um, he is a soldier who went on three tours in Afghanistan in the early aughts. His jeep campaign. came home without him. Oh no! Well, the horse. Came yeah, I know. Home, I get so it. I see what you're saying. Trying to. I see what you're yeah, saying. But now no. I feel like a jerk. <laughs> That didn't happen. Um, so he's a veteran. He experienced major trauma in Af- Afghanistan and has been dealing with the fallout of that. He does fall in love with and get married to his high school sweetheart when he comes back from Afghanistan. And they have a baby girl. The And this is not a spoiler. You find this out early in the book. The um, wife, the mother, tragically dies in a car accident. So it's up to him Man. to raise his daughter. I know. I know. I don't. That's the thing. I usually am reading fluffy, light romances. I don't know. Maybe it's the darkness of these winter days where I'm just like, give me some stuff with some emotional heft to it. Okay. So he's been raising his daughter out in the woods, basically in isolation for I think she's eight. Yeah, eight years. Okay, so the whole book is the unspooling of the story of why are they living in isolation? Why do they never go into town? And then... Because she sees dead people. (laughs) (laughs) Nope, that's not part of this one. Um, But then there is a murder mystery kind of going on in the background that plays out. She murders dead people. No. (laughs) That's really hard, by the way. It's so good. It's an excellent book. I did cry at the end, but in a very happy way. The conclusion is very satisfying. It's called The Silent Woods. Again, highly recommend, and I think that you would honestly really enjoy it. Again, it's kind of posed as a thriller, but I'm here to tell you it's not a thriller at all. It's more of a character study. It's an exciting dud. It's not a dud! I was just trying to find different language for not a thriller. Okay. It's not thrilling. All right. I happen to listen to that one, too. Okay. Um, so those are the two books I really, really, really wanted to tell the awesomes about. And if you're trying to finish your reading goal for the year, you need a short read to get through to the end. Pick up Pony. Again, it's a middle grade novel, so it's shorter. Um, but The Silent Woods, also very worth it. Okay. Okay. <sighs> now you talk. Listening. Yeah. Um, I can't really... I've just kind of been re-listening to my Spotify list of the year of things and um often like man that's a great song and then i'm like oh yeah it's because i've already liked it you idiot so that's that listening wise i don't really have anything i have not been listening to any new music i've tried out a few new podcasts i'm gonna say most of them were in the true crime realm i think i'm just kind of over it i did try one that a lot of people in true crime podcast community are talking about right now called a bad bad thing Mm -hmm. it's about um a woman who is so devastated and heartbroken by the affair that her husband has that it ends in her um murdering the other woman and then um dying by suicide herself so another uplifting thriller yeah another uplifter i did i got through the first episode and i was like i don't I don't really care about this story. I feel bad for saying that, but it's just, I'm just not in the mood for it right now. I do think production-wise, it sounded like it's incredibly well done as a production. Just material-wise, I just wasn't feeling it. Okay. If anybody's listened to some great podcasts lately that I'm missing out on, please do send them my way. Well, I know of one. 
I'm on it on occasion. <laughs> I haven't been missing out on Sort of Awesome. Don't worry. Okay. Um, that's all the listens? That's all the listens. What about lifestyle? Tell me some lifestyle things that you're into. Well, I think we, we brought this up, but I haven't really carried on about it since. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my early opened Christmas presents mm. was a pair of Ray-Ban Wayfarer sunglasses mm-hmm. in Havana mm-hmm. is the color, which is very much like tortoise shell, though I feel like the, the pattern's a little a little bigger. Yeah, I agree. So the, the color changes are, are more gradual and some of that across yes. bigger spans. They're great I got the polarized ones. I insist on that with my old man eyes now. Mm-hmm. Um, They're great. I love them. They're wonderful. I would recommend them to anyone. It's a style that never goes out of style. For sure. Um, I got a... What's the brand? Dang it, man. Come on, brain. What, my hoodie. J.Crew. J.Crew. Um, I, I don't know. I was sitting around here in the final days before Christmas and thought... You know, I wear a hoodie a lot. Daily. A, a full zipper front hoodie. I wear that a lot. My office is not exactly what one might call insulated. For sure. Plus, someone uh, died in Protected from there. the elements. Uh, well, yeah. And so I, the I ghost, told him, get the hell out, and he wouldn't. The ghostly so. breezes. You know, that is a marker of ghostly activity when the temperature fluctuates wildly in a room. Yeah. Well, maybe. I don't know. He's not much of a companion, if that's the case. <laughs> Bad companion. Uh, but yeah, so I was, I was, and I was looking at the hoodie I was wearing. Um, it's, hey, let's be honest, it's a little soiled. Um, I crapped myself once and didn't wash it. <laughs> soiled with human soil. Oh, human soil, yes. Uh, no, I mean, it's, it's, I don't think it has been through the wash and it's dirty and it smells a little funny and it wasn't a great hoodie to begin with. I think it was, uh, I think it was a Fruit of the Loom Irregular or something. There's yeah. all kinds of issues with it. For sure. And I just got to thinking, you know, I wear, I wear a hoodie a lot. Um, I soil myself a lot. And <laughs> I need a new hoodie. I'd like to feel good about putting on the hoodie. And so I got to shopping around. I found, here's an interesting thing I found. Okay. On the Amazon. Yes. If you can stand Jeffrey Bezos and his store of illicit goods and sex workers. he uh, There's a button you can click. To look at uh, high-end stuff within a category. Mm-hmm. I did not there. know this. I didn't either. I just found it, and there was a $1,000 hoodie on there. It's like, well, <laughs> damn. Glad I didn't soil that one. Um, so I didn't get that one, but I, I looked around at a lot of different things. I actually found one I really wanted, and of course, they didn't have my size because everyone wanted it. Yes. And then I, I recalled my old friend J. Crew and went and looked at theirs. They looked great. Bought one. It's a great color. It's, it's a, a gorgeous it's a color. Very pretty blue. Yes. Um, or handsome blue, I suppose, however mm-hmm. that goes. Yeah. Um, it fits well. It's very well made. It's just a very nice hoodie, and I've quite enjoyed wearing it. Well, good. And I'm so glad you found it. Yeah. Excellent. Um, some highlights from our children's Christmas. There's some of their faves. That they got. What about you? You just skipped you. I was saving it until I talked about the kids, but okay. So as we discussed on the show, you bought me a beautiful pair of diamond earrings. Actually stole them. Smash and grab. LA. Did it. That's not true. I was there. No. Third guy in, first guy out. (laughs) I don't even know what that means, but okay. Um, I'm not wearing them right now because I have been taking care of them and not sleeping in them and showering in them like I do most of my earrings. And you soiled them. (laughs) That was my main gift. Um, But as discussed on Sort of Awesome previously, um, I am very, very, very pumped and enthusiastic about getting back into doing some bullet journaling. Specifically, I'm getting ready to do a reading journal which I've never done a standalone dedicated reading journal. So I also purchased and collected for myself and stuck into my own stocking a new journal and some pens and markers, and I'm thrilled about that. I've been journaling a lot. You have been. Like the last six weeks. You do not enjoy a paper and pen journal. Right. The last six weeks, you've been journaling for years. Yeah, but not... With the ferocity that has been going on in the last six weeks. It's half the reason I soiled my hoodie. I was typing that hard. (laughs) Think about that. Um, Yeah, I like to keep a a running uh, Word document 
Yes. Uh, because I obviously we type a lot faster than we can write. For and sure. I don't want to lose my thoughts. Yes. So yeah, I'm on board with journaling. Um, so yes. So some of our kids highlights, I'm also trying to find something that I knew I wanted to talk about on here. I think it is this one. Um, yes. Daisy, our oldest thrilled, absolutely thrilled to get a new switch game. Pokemon Pearl, something Pokemon, new Pearl, great Pearl. I don't know. Pokemon and Pearl are both in the title. Pearl of wisdom. Yes. I made that up. Uh, um, well, it's also in the Bible, I think. That's Pearl of Great Price. Okay, not the Pearl of Wisdom. No. Sorry, I'm bad at the Bible. Um, AJ. That's nothing to brag about. <laughs> JK's about to come down and scold me. Yeah. Don't be a beep, Mom. Yes, you beeped it all up. <laughs> AJ consciously decided. AJ is the child for whom it is the most difficult to make purchases. And she did make a very informed, intelligent, like dedicated decision that she wanted a pair of AirPods. The older generation ones were fine with her. She listens to music all the time when she's yep. home. And um, I think she probably does at school too. So she really wanted the AirPods. So that was like her big gift. It's interesting because when I, I noticed this in purchasing gifts from for 16 year olds on down to a two year old this year, the older kids get, it's kind of easier because they do kind of usually, or at least our daughters do, they have like a big ticket item that they want, yeah, like a big yeah. thing. And then there's some other piddly stuff. And it's not this feeling of like, oh my gosh, I got to get all this stuff. So they have like this magical time opening all the presents. Right. Um, the twins were thrilled with their choices and their, I'm not choices. Well, they did. They gave me lists and I, I chose from that. Um, Mac loving the Indominus Rex Lego set. JK got a 3D pen that he is delighted with. Yeah. He made a butterfly. He it was actually looked like a butterfly. Yes. So great. Nico got three fire trucks for Christmas. Yeah, he did. <laughs> he opened two of them early. Couldn't keep him out from under the tree. His godparents got him not one, but two really fun, cool fire trucks. And then his Aunt Mimi also got him one. So he's he's in... An abundance of fire trucks yes. right now. I watched earlier, uh, it was yesterday actually, as he ran the dogs off so he could put the fire trucks in their cage. Yep, he has been doing that. I do not understand why. Well, you got to put the fire truck in the firehouse. I guess. I guess so. He okay. also soiled himself, so <laughs> I don't feel quite so bad. <laughs> All right, I'm waiting on TikTok to load um, something I wanted to share. You and I got a kick out of this. There was a TikTok with a millennial age girl. Maybe she's Gen Z. I can't tell. She's young. She's okay. younger than us. Saying, basically, Gen X, how have you stayed out of all of the generational warfare? You've got the boomers that are ahead of you firing shots at millennials. And you got Gen Z coming in with their commentary. Gen X, where are you in this? And why do you not? Or are you not in mixing it up in the generational stuff? So the comments on this one were a real treat. Yes, they were. I thought this was a Reddit thread. <laughs> These are comments you, on a TikTok, When yes. you first told me about it. Um, yes. So here are some of the reasons why, Gen X, why we just don't care or involve ourselves in these generational... They're accurate. Yes. The top comment, the one that the creator herself pinned is, I'm feral. I was raised by a streetlight. Yes. <laughs> the yep. truth of that yeah. comment. It's... It's 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 all you need to say about Gen X. We raised ourselves, and the streetlight was our like sort of beacon of morality and home. Yes, so that's what we grew up with. Um, another one said, "We're survivalists. We learned how to eat raw cookie dough from baking with light bulbs and easy bake ovens, and cranking out snow in our Snoopy machine." Did yeah. you have a Snoopy snow cone machine? We we had neither of those, but oh. we had neighbors that did. Okay. My parents were a different religion. We didn't celebrate Christmas. I made that up. We had Christmas. Yeah. And most of the time had really good presents. But yeah. it wasn't either of those things. Okay. Well, I had both the Easy Bake Oven. And I, have a very, I haven't thought about it in a long time. But I have a very, very, very specific memory of that Snoopy snow cone machine yeah. and exactly the kind of crappy snow cones it made. Yeah. My mom, I think, always had, a, had a, her mind towards what can we get them that they want that isn't going to create a mess I have to clean up. Right. Exactly. So, yeah, yeah. those two were out. 
Um, another one said, we're, we're latchkey kids. We've been hanging out and taking care of ourselves and not burning down the house since we were eight. Indeed. When I think about how much responsibility was entrusted to me at such a young age, such right? younger than my, I would, you know, would trust my kids. It's kind of amazing we made it through. Another one said, boomers and millennials were told they were special. We were told, get over it and get a job. Yeah. Go outside and play. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Again, related to that, we were raised fully aware that the world does not revolve around us. One person said, I've thought about this a lot. I'm pretty sure it all boils down to the fact that we had to wait until Saturday morning to watch cartoons. Damn right. (laughs) And if you didn't get up in time? Yeah, that's it. Yep. That's it for the week. You missed your chance, That's right. Um... One person said we were we were all drunk in a field somewhere while our parents thought we were at a best friend's house. Yeah, that we to survive on our own. Yep, a lot of things happened in my life while my parents thought I was doing something else. But what were they going to do? Right, they couldn't track me down. Right, no I didn't have phone, a mobile no. Yeah. on me. No, cars didn't have on star or no. anything. There was just no telling. If I said I'm going to the movies with Jamie, they had to believe I was going to the movies with Jamie. Yeah. What movie did you see? You make up something. I just make up something because Lord knows they never went to the movie. Right. They didn't know what happened in the movie for sure. Um okay, last one. The boomer parenting method, which you and I, both of our parents are solidly boomers. Oh right? yes. Yeah. The boomer parenting method was based on two major principles. Children should be seen and not heard and I'll give you something to cry about. Agreed. But I just, I loved the comments on that because it was like, how can every single one of these be exactly true? They what, are all true. <laughs> what's the most appalling thing that you were allowed to do or did do as a child? I mean, I do think that sort of, my, I was never really a latchkey kid. My mom was almost always home when I got home. So I, I didn't have that specific experience. However, I was the oldest of four kids. We were all born in the span of six years. I was allowed to babysit allowed. <laughs> being a questionable word there. I was allowed to babysit all of the siblings when I was like um, nine and 10. Yeah, We were also talking yeah. about what at Christmas at my parents' house, my sisters were there and we were talking and laughing about the fact that in one specific house we lived in growing up, that there was like a half mile from our house, there was a convenience store that we loved to go to because they had penny candy. Oh, yeah. So you could go around the house and just get whatever loose change you could find. Yeah. My mom would just let us. was a fortune of candy. Yes. From the time even my youngest sister, who's six years younger than me, was five. So I was like 11, 10, 11. She'd let us all just walk down there to the corner store, go through a big open field, cross a major street, and go to the corner store and come back. Past the prostitutes and drug dealers. (laughs) No, it wasn't like that. It was out in the country, but even not in the country. The country still has prostitutes and (laughs) drug dealers. They just dress differently. It wasn't in the country, but it was like on the outside of town at that point um but yeah like if i we have a convenience store down the street from us i cannot wrap my mind around no i wouldn't even let our 16 and 14 year old walk down there i don't like it when you go down there driving (laughs) yes so those are the things that kind of take me back the most what about you i've got two one, when I was when I was eight, this is the earliest I remember this occurring. Um, my dad had gotten to be a, a important guy at his company, and yeah. they had a lot of evening dinners. And so it was not uncommon that something here's a here's a microwave pizza, heat it up yourself or whatever, and they'd leave. My sister was enough older than me; she had different functions for school and stuff, and so I'd be at home by myself. We'd go to the Pop and Go video store. Of course, yes. Ahead of time, Mm -hmm. get three movies. And the way that our, we didn't have cable, we'd have the TV and the VCR. And the way that our our family room was set up, um, the TV was in the corner. It was right next to the sliding glass door into the backyard. Okay. And then there was one swivel chair sitting right there in front of it. Mm -hmm. And I'd be watching a movie, fully engrossed. Yeah. Sunsets, lights aren't on in the house. Um, getting a little panicky. Oftentimes it might even be a scary movie. Not a good move on my parents' part either. Like gremlins and stuff. Right. And so (laughs) that sliding door, the lock on it didn't work. Oh, okay. Right? I I feel like anybody that's ever lived with a sliding door knows that this happens. And so we secured the door by putting a sawed-off broomstick in the door track. It works. It works because you can't open the door. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I'd be sitting there in that chair next to it, and I'm freaked out because the house is dark, the stuff, I'm hearing noises, things, and 
so I would reach down and, and keep a hand on that broomstick mm-hmm. while I watched television by my eight-year-old self in the house. So yes. that if anybody came to get me, I'd beat the hell out of them with the broomstick. Of course, yes. Yeah. Um, the other one that is honestly a lot less uh, potentially convicting of my surviving parent. Yeah. They'd left us home and my sister was babysitting me. And she was supposed to have... Check this. She's supposed to have a 15-minute phone limit per night. Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah. Well, as soon as they were gone, of course, she's on the phone. And I oh, knew... I know this story. I knew that I could mess with her because what's she going to do? What's she going to do? You Mom and Dad aren't here, bro. You can't rat me out or I'll tell them you're on the phone the whole time they're gone. That's right. And they'll know. Uh-huh. Um, so I decided, I thought it would be really funny to start belching and pretending like I was throwing up. <laughs> Started getting really into it, full body motion, <laughs> and doing all that and belching. And about the sixth or seventh one in, I actually vomited a little bit. <laughs> and it freaked us both out. <laughs> she wasn't even mad. She thought it was funny. And I, I was very humbled by the whole thing. Did she get off the phone? That was the first time I soiled myself. <laughs> she did get off the phone and then made me clean it. Nice. Thank goodness nice, we nice. had hard terracotta tile floors. Yes. Yeah. So those are my two delights oh my gosh yeah it was a different time wasn't it it really was it was the 90s that was the 80s (laughs) yeah that's true that did happen fully in the 80s okay well i think that about does it for our post christmas debrief and what you've been missing in our lives i'm gonna go cough for an hour to catch up me too everything i've held in as soon as i hit stop on this recording there will be so much coughing yes let's hold hands and cough together (laughs) oh my gosh it's so romantic okay what should everyone else do in the meantime well don't get sick whatever you're doing and have an awesome today would you please do bye-bye Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.